Because everybody got one story. I don't know. You know, I live a pretty boring life. You're right. You kind of do. I do. I'm really trying to think. I mean, the only couple of like really wild nights that I can think of would have been either like in high school when I had like eight girls say the night, but nothing happened. Welcome to the 89% podcast. Today we got my boy DJ DJ21, aka that guy over there, aka the little fella. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> What's up, DJ? Not much, man. What's up, Mike? Nothing. Uh, chilling on the road. You know, figured we can try to knock this podcast out. I got like a half hour left on my drive to try to get something done. Oh no, definitely. I'm over here on a on a walk with I'm over here on a walk with my dog, so hopefully 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 she'll uh she'll behave on this walk. Yeah, hopefully you get it you don't get rained on the folks are storm today. Yeah, I'm trying to trying to hurry up and knock that out. Oh yeah. So uh did you think of any stories? Uh I thought of a couple of them. Uh there's a there's a few that uh, I don't know if I should say them if I want to ever uh, resume my career in uh, sports. <laughs> but uh, I got a I got a I got a couple that I can tell. Okay, yeah, you don't got to go touch on any of those. <laughs> you know, those could be personal stories, but this is just something you know. Yeah, something interesting you want to get off your chest. Yeah, I mean, uh, probably one of the uh, one of the better stories that I got. Uh, I was it, it, it still is a uh, a sports sports related one, uh, but uh, I was working for a team and we had a game in a in a uh, a city that was you know it had some some big. They had a big basketball team there. And, okay, uh, a little vague, but I got you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that big basketball oh, yeah, team. Just to, just to put it out there, since, uh, I don't know if any of our listeners know, DJ is a professional scout, and he has worked in the NFL for a few teams and interned for a few teams, just to let y'all know. So, all right, you can get back to your story. Yeah, so, um, like I said, we were, we were in a uh, – we were in a city with a big basketball team, and you know we played we played on Sunday. They were playing on Saturday night. Uh, somehow we lucked up into getting some really really good tickets uh, to the basketball game, and we're probably like eight rows back. Actually, we might even be closer, real, real close. And there's like four of us sitting there, and then all of a sudden next to us, I'm sitting on the end and. These two girls walk up, and they sit down next to us, and, you know, guys would kind of start, like, oh, man, shoot, like, see these girls? Like, okay. Uh, you know, and I'm the one sitting right next to them, and at this time, I 
you know, I'm young, I'm single, I got a you know, good job, we're sitting basically courtside, you know. I gotta ask you okay. a question first. I gotta ask you a question. So on the scale of one to ten, how do these girls look? I mean, I need to, like, um, are they, like, I've Instagram actually, fake or, like, real, you know, give me a number. Um, they, we don't I would say. rating women, no. by the way. <laughs> we don't. We we don't. Uh, you know, I think they're all ten in in in, in my heart. Um, but if if I had to say anything, I'd probably say they were both at least a solid eight, eight and a half. You know, maybe a nine for for one of them. But they were they were they were looking good. I mean, like I said, this this at the, at the time this team was probably one of the championship contending teams so we were they were out there and uh okay start start talking to them you know i kind of say something you know just kind of breaking the ice start talking to them whatever and throughout the whole game we just kind of start talking and then it kind of gets down you know close to the end of the game and we're about to leave and, you know, it's still fairly early, so we're like, okay, hey, we're gonna go out to a, uh, go out to a bar after. And, you know, I asked the girls, I'm like, hey, you know, you guys wanna go? And they're like, sure, we'll go. So we wind up, uh, leaving out of the game, and they wind up, uh, actually just coming with us. And we go to this little, like, we go to this fake house where we had a private room back there. And, like, all the meals are paid for. So I'm looking like I'm doing something, but I'm really not because I'm not the one paying for it either. <laughs> and, you know, we're getting these. We're at this, like, four, four-star restaurant, good steaks being brought out, all the food you can want, dessert, everything. Like, it's not on my tab. All the drinks are free, everything. Liquor's flowing. We're in there. And it's like, you know, uh, when I, when I walked in with the two girls, some of the people who I worked with were like, dang, BJ, you walking in here with two girls. Like, I didn't know you knew. I was like, hey, this is what it is. And, uh, so like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my, I'm doing a little, a little flexing for the gram. And, uh, always flexing for the gram. A little bit. So again, I'm younger. Uh, this is this is some years ago, like almost, yeah, almost like seven, eight years ago now. Now, uh, so I'm well, I'm early twenties at this time. Okay, and, I just want to put out this point. You're sitting here telling us that professional athletes are out getting drunk the night before games. No, no, no. It was I wasn't I wasn't with players. I was not with players. Okay, I'd have been with the coach. But what it was playing? <laughs> Just clearing that up. Okay. Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah, it wasn't. You know, it was not the players. Do you know, we know no. they don't do anything before games. No, no. That, that was definitely wait, not, wait. not. No, but it was definitely no players. There's no players involved in the, in the making of this situation. Which I'm glad because those girls probably would have swarmed to them instead of me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we're there and then. You know, like I said, we all finished dinner, and it's like, okay, well, hey, now we're about to go to another club. So we all kind of hop into the back of the Sprinter van, and we go to this club again. 
walk through the front of the door, get a section. We're in the section just drinking. And no, one I of the girls. Oh, exactly. Yeah. One of, so one of the girls, the one who was always kind of sitting next to me that I was talking to more, um, she, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're there and she just starts, uh, starts sitting on my lap a little bit, you know, we start kissing a little bit and like the friend is just kind of like there. And I was like, Okay, but we're at the club, so I'm like, You're at this point, I'm kind of, I'm just kidding. I did, I did, but I'm drunk. I'm drunk, so I kind of did, but, you know, I'm like, all right, let's see what, what kind of, how this, how this is going to go. And I, I'm not a big PDA person, so I knew I was drunk because it was, I was involved in some PDA. And, uh, yeah, so again, we keep on drinking. It gets to be super late. It's probably like dang near one thirty, two o'clock in the morning. And, you know, we I'm going to the game the next day. Game next day at one o'clock. So I'm already in my head like, all right, let me set my alarm clock. Let me make sure I know what time I gotta be up. Get some breakfast. So night's about to end and I was just like, Hey, like you uh you got what are you guys about to do? And they just come back to the hotel, both the girls. Now, come to find out the girl is the uh the one girl is one of the basketball team's executive daughters. Oh. So I was like, Oh, okay, this is awesome. So I'm trying to get to the yeah, all, all three of us back in back in the room, and you know the the one friend is just kind of like the one friend is just kind of over in the corner talking about like her ex and how he's an asshole and blah blah blah. And me and the one girl, we like are kissing a little bit, but she's like, no, I don't want to do anything in front of my friend. Like she's sad and all this stuff. I was like, all right, whatever. Let's go in the bathroom. <laughs> So her and I go in the bathroom. <laughs> you gotta pivot. You gotta pivot. Oh, yeah, you gotta, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. And, uh, so we go in the bathroom and, you know, we're doing a little, a few little things and then we finish up and we go back out in the room and, like, get ready to lay down to go to bed. And I was kind of like over to her friend and I was like, uh, you wanna, Come to bed with us, cause I was trying to get a threesome, and she's like, "I'll, I'll come lay down." So she just kind of like laid down in the bed with us, and it was the three of us. But nothing happened after that. I was so mad. I'm about to say, oh, I know. I was so mad. I was so mad. I tried so hard, but I'm I'm a person who who understands no. So, uh, as we all said, and I was like, no, like, let me not, let me not mess this up. But, uh, you know, fast forward a little bit, um, you know, the one girl, she comes and visits me and in the city that I was in. And, you know, I, I, like I said, she's the, the executive daughter. And I was trying to get the plug on some, some other tickets. I could have gotten uh-huh. them, but 
just kind of the way the schedules work and like she wanted me to be more than what we were. She wanted me to be like a boyfriend. And I was like, eh. So I never Y'all got a chance. Know, to, bro. I know. I never got a chance. I never got a chance to follow up on the tickets because I could have had NBA Finals tickets and been like in the locker room. I could have been doing a whole bunch of stuff. She would have been buying me stuff because she was buying me a few things. But yeah, yeah. it was. I, I messed mess that Because she was young and dumb. She was younger. The thing is, she was younger. <laughs> she was younger than me. Little <laughs> sugar mama. She's taking care of you. Yeah, it is. Fast. I know. I know. I know. But, hey, I was, I was, um, I had different aspirations at that time. Yeah. But, it's, we've all been there. Like, yeah, that that was that's probably one of the one of the crazier stories, and and I still I, I wouldn't say I still talk to them. Like I have both of those girls on like Instagram or Snapchat or one of those social media things, and I still kind of like we'll check up on them every once in a while and say, you know, what's going on? But, I want to shoot a shot for you. I'm just saying. Eh, nah, yeah. She, uh, you know, not my type anymore. <laughs> okay. Moved on to bigger yeah. and better. Well, not, I, I won't say it that way. <laughs> yeah, my, 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 yeah, yeah, I, I changed the settings in my, in my head. But, uh, and, uh, I mean, I think you might know about some of these, some of the other stories that I don't really, I'm not ready to say this yet. Give me about, give me about, about another five, ten years. When I get to be about forty, and I don't care, then I might, I might tell some of these other stories. But, uh, yeah, that's probably no, that's one of the better ones. No, but um, since you came with that story, I just wanted to remind you of better. I won't say better days, but old times when we used to uh, go visit a little island called Sofa. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I forgot about that story. <laughs> I hope you're not telling uh, my story. <laughs> I'm definitely telling the story about you. You know, it, uh, uh, oh, oh, uh, it depends on it depends on which day. <laughs> Was it? Oh. It, it depends on if it was uh, if it was early in the trip or if it was at the end of the trip. <laughs> I can't there's two drastic differences. There's two drastic differences. This one is specific because it was it was like it was a bonding <laughs> moment for us because we didn't know each other that well even then. I mean, we knew each other, but like yeah, no, this you know is, this is probably like cemented our friendship. Yeah. So you remember? Uh, I don't even know the name of the bar. So I, I remember no we idea. were drinking all day. We, we drank all week. I don't know what you were talking about. We listen. Now I, I guess I got a personal story too. This is this is early. This is 2013, I think it was. Like just got out of college, had me a nice little job, was making some money. Um, was going to South Padre. It was like. It was really only my third time ever on a spring break. 
only my second time as like a legal adult. So, yeah. you know, I have money. I could, I could go. And there's 20 of us in one big old house. So all 20 of us are there. And the first day, we spent like two grand on alcohol. And had to get, we spent two grand on alcohol like that Saturday. Had to get more on that Tuesday. Oh, yeah. We were constantly buying alcohol. Constantly. Constantly. I, so, I, I, just, I, I was just telling and, somebody today. Well, I was saying, I was just telling somebody today, I spent like 4500 when we were down there. I don't even remember. I don't, I don't like to think about those. Food, it was food and liquor. Yeah. I, I just, it's, it's your fault that I got the way that I got on this story that you're telling me. Oh, yeah. So you know what right. I'm telling. Yeah, yeah. I'm Go ahead. What you, I remember you, can, because you can continue. I'm just telling what I remember because my memory is not great in general. But trying to remember something you've been drinking for three days straight is really hard to remember. All right, so I'll, like, let, I'll let you so, finish the story. Go ahead. This, one, this is how I remember it. Like I said, the reason it's called 89% because we can't remember everything, so at least 89% of this story is true. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> so... I remember we was, I, I don't even remember how we met the girls, but it, it was a bus. It was our group with like seven or eight girls. And this was, this was the second year, I believe. Yeah, this was the, yeah, second, it was the year second year for y'all, but it was the first year that I ever went. Yeah, and that was when Portland broke my bed and I was mad as fuck. But, uh, we, that's another story for another time. But, um, I remember we was we was drinking. We was we we had these girls, and we was like, you know what? It's what I think it was like eight o'clock, which is early to be trying to go to the bar. Yeah. But I remember the sun was still out, and we was like, all right, y'all ready to walk? I was like, what you mean you about to walk? Even though you walk hey. everywhere during spring break. It's eight o'clock, but it was you know for us we're from Michigan. It's two hours behind, and we've been drinking all day. And in Sao Padre, remember, they didn't have Coca-Cola Beach that year. All the clubs yeah. and everything was just always so packed because they didn't have a, another outlet for people to go to. Yeah, because the beach was low-key, unless we were throwing a party at, at one of the hotels. We threw them Jeep parties. We went and bought that generator, brought the DJ equipment, oh. and had that thing flying. Oh. Low key, I think there's a whole group we spent about thirty thousand on that trip. But again, Probably. it was split up between. It, it was, I think it was sixteen of us. Some came later. We had other groups show up. Like it wasn't like it was only ten of us in the house, and then everybody else kind of just piled in. Yeah, for everybody listening. But um, yeah, I thought it was weird. We were trying to go to the bar at eight o'clock, even though I know we were somewhere else. I'm sitting here like, bro. You know, we can get a couple hours of drinking. We can go hop in the pool. We can get play. We can play some pool. We had the pool table. We had the pool outside. We had the hot tub. I was like, we can chill here and get a little drunker. So you know, we ain't spending that money at the bar, even though we were still gonna spend the money at the bar. So like, I, I don't know. I remember we was walking, and I got the, like you said. The reason you got so fucked up is. I made my choice, and I decided to drink my favorite alcohol, 
and I ran to the store and bought absinthe. Now, if no one's had absinthe before, like you gotta do know, it. like, no, do it. Just don't take more than two shots because it's like the best drunk I've ever had. And the best way to describe it is like smoking weed and getting drunk at the same time, and you do it in the right order so where you're not sick and you're not getting the spins. Because everybody knows what happens when you do it in the wrong order. It is not a good night. But you get this feeling just from drinking it. And everybody in there who's drunk with me knows I drink absinthe. I drink shots. Back then, I was a heavy drinker. You can give me a fifth, and I would be fine. I also threw up the first night every night so I could find my limit. You, you know, you got to experience that. <laughs> <laughs> but, I didn't know uh, my limit this time. <laughs> definitely didn't know your limit. You took a, I told you you took too many shots of this acid. So, like, at this point, I, I ran to the store. We got more booze real quick just to drink before we went. And it's at this point, I think it's like, it took, actually, it took us forever when we walked to the store because there were so many people in there buying booze. You remember that? Yeah, I don't remember that part. You don't remember? When I don't remember. Store, it was... Like I hours? I don't I re, I only remember the end of this night. I do not. I remember I remember taking the first shot of absent, and then I remember the end of the night. I do not remember the the stuff in between. I remember parts of the stuff in between. I remember when we uh, got to the bar after drinking all of these shots, and I was in the bar for I don't know how long. I I feel like it was only about three minutes. I was in the bar for about 30 minutes. I remember looking and saying, What's wrong? I need to go home. I said, I need to go home. And I got up and I walked out of the bar by myself. And I was trying to walk home. Okay, so I'm going to let me go back to the So we was at the liquor store for like an hour and I was trying to buy this absinthe. So we met more girls there and we invited them out to the bar. And I, you know, I was just being a wingman because at the time I was in a very committed relationship and I was not a cheater. And I'm every time it, it, it's I'm not trying to be like it's horrible, but every time I went on spring break, I was in a committed like I was in a relationship for over a year. I'm not gonna cheat. I'm not gonna do nothing wrong. And shout out to Howie. Howie was my brother. He took care of me. He made sure I didn't make no mistakes. But I, even when I was drunk, <laughs> like we bonded on that. Even though Howie made some mistakes later in that trip. You didn't have to throw that shot at him. <laughs> you know, no one, the people who know Howie know who Howie is. The people who don't, you'll never find out. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, so we met more girls at the liquor store. We invited them back to the house, but they were like, no, they're going to go get dressed and they'll meet us at the bar. So by the time we get back to the house, you know, I get BJ, I get. Everybody to take one shot up absence. I'm telling them one is all you need. You're good to go. You know, I'm about to take four because I'm so used to it. And I'm like, this is all I'm drinking besides beer because I already know what's going to happen. So BJ thinks, you know, you think you're a drinker. <laughs> you know, I thought. You, thought you, you thought you could hang, but you don't realize, like, we all had leveled up for spring break for on a like on purpose, and you hadn't been a part of that yet. So we'd all took our tolerances to new levels, <laughs> and like we, uh, you know, I take mine. BJ decides to take a second one, 
And I'm like, okay, don't do no more. And he's like, watch me. And he took the third one. And I'm like, okay, we're going to be in for a good night. <laughs> yeah. So after we do all this, we all get ready. Isn't that the night my man came over and gave, uh, what's his name, a haircut? And I didn't even know where that dude came from. I think they met him on the beach. I don't know. I don't. Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember. Like, like we, it literally, it was a random Mexican dude we met who was trying to sell us weed, who hopped the border and was like, I'm also a barber, so we can line it all up while we're here. And we were like, cool, come to the crib. Not the brightest idea, but it's spring break, and you're drinking, so you don't think about it. But uh, he ended up being cool, nothing happened. But some cutbacks to the story, as we walk into the bar, everybody's feeling good. BJ is laughing his ass off, having a good time, he's flirting. Like I said, it's all walking to the bar. Nothing seems wrong. The day is great. <laughs> we get to the bar. It probably takes us 15 minutes to get inside. You know, we got a big group. We all go to get our drinks. We go take off, and we like, we're going to meet up in 20 minutes. And then we all come back, and we like, where's BJ? And all I hear from Marcus is like, hey, he went back to the house. I said, what do you mean he went back to the house? Ain't nobody go with him to go back to the house? Is he good? They was like, no, he's not good. That's <laughs> like, dog. Why you let him walk by himself back home? That's what I kept saying. I'm a wanderer. I like to, I like to walk when I'm drunk. That is still true to this day, I have. I mean, yeah, some people are. I'm a flirt. You're a wanderer. Um, I do, like, when I'm ready to go, though, when I'm drinking, I'm ready to go. I will leave y'all. I will find a way home. Like, get back is what it comes down to. So I get it. I used to leave, like, Turner and Anthony and, like, all in markets, like, back at Saginaw. Bro, it'll be 1.30 at the bar. I'm not getting none. I'm drunk as fuck. I'm like, bro, I'm out. They would find me in the car sleep, or they would find me back at the crib because I found some girl to take me home. But, like, so when I, I'm talking to everybody, like, oh, we just let them go. And I'm like, anybody go with them? They were like, no, because they all had girls. They all had missions. Like, everybody had something to do, and it was like, even Howie was single at the time, and Howie looked out, like I said, again, more than one spring break for me, he looked out. And I was like, all right, I'm in a relationship, I'll go back, I'll find DJ. And then I like, I caught up with you like three blocks later. Well, that at least going the right way. I feel like I was. Uh, you used to get it going the right way. You were until you got, like, you know how, like, Florida neighborhoods, a lot of the houses look the same. You turned down a one wrong street. But it wasn't that far from the house. Like, you get back. So I, and I finally meet up with you. We walking back. And it's like a mile and a half, what, two-mile walk? Yeah, something like that. It was, it was like, it wasn't long, but it wasn't short. Like, I couldn't believe you made this walk. Uh, my brother's texting me right now. And uh, I remember, I remember once you once you did catch up to me. All I remember is that we got in front of the house, and yep. in the bushes in front of the house, I just started throwing up right in the bushes in front of the house. Just it's everything that was in my no bushes. We, oh, there were no well, bushes on the street. Listen, there were some bushes. Throwing up in a ditch. <laughs> there were some bushes. There were bushes for me. For me, I saw bushes. You, just, I you turned into like a, 
a little like ditch. I don't even know how the ditch was there because it wasn't like I everything just, was like nice, remember, manicured. I just yeah. remember throwing up. I threw up right there, and I was like, "All right, I'm good. I'm good. I feel good now. I got it out of my system." I, I walk back inside. And walk. I go into the. I go in the bathroom and I'm brushing my teeth. He's like, we walked 20 feet and you threw up again. Yeah. Hey. Listen, when you got to get it out, you got to get it out. <laughs> and then we was in the house and you went and did what you had to do. And I don't I remember threw- what happened after that. So I remember this part because by that time I was, I was so sick because I had been throwing up all the alcohol that I had consumed that day, which was a mm-hmm. lot. I, uh, I threw up. I went into the bathroom. I brushed my teeth because I'm a responsible drunk. And when I do, when I throw up, I brush my teeth. I'm like, okay, let me get ready for bed. I got my pajamas on. I went back into the bathroom. I threw up the rest of the night. I sat in the bathroom in the shower floor because I was so sick in the shower with the shower on, sitting on the floor, just throwing up, sad, mad, like I'm never drinking again. Finally, I was able. Like, I fell asleep. Yeah, I fell asleep in the bathroom, and then woke up the next day, and I could not eat. I was so sick. Y'all was trying to get me to eat McDonald's breakfast, uh, water burger, everything, everything, and I was like, "No, I'm not doing it. I'm never drinking again. Take me home." I was ready to go, and that next day we went over to the beach. And we DJed over on the beach, and I was so hungover that on the beach in South Padre, which I guess it was a little chilly, but not that cold. I wore it, it was like freaking hoodie weather, kind of. I yeah, it was, a little bit, but I it was cool. It was cool, but it wasn't it was like, like everybody. I was the only person on the beach with a hoodie on. Everybody else had on bathing suits, bikinis, no shirts, whatever. And I'm it was over there. But you had that ocean breeze, you know, like ocean breeze. Be cold. Yeah. And I, I had a hoodie on, and I was—I didn't drink that day. I was like hunched over in pain the whole day, trying to like host this beach party. I'm like, man, I'm never doing this again. But it was good because that was the day that we—or no, that was the, the second day that we met um, a couple of some long-lasting friends that we have to this day. And uh, like yeah, April, and we didn't I, I think, realize. You know, there's some yeah. friends we met there that, like, we didn't realize we met, and then we met up again years later, and then it was like, yeah. cool, we had this bond. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it was, like, decent times, yeah. I got, I got two drinks. I got two drinks. Oh, yeah. That, uh, so what, friends, that trip, that trip definitely, definitely stored. That that trip definitely did make me realize like what my limits were, and mm-hmm. now I know how to stop drinking. So I needed that. It humbled me a whole lot. Oh yeah, and so that's why I always like, even though I would I would get super drunk the first night, and then I'm like, you know what? I know I'm not gonna feel good, and I would go to sleep. Remember that night? It was the night I threw up in my sleep. My body was like, no. But the bad thing, <laughs> like, the bad thing, so. The other bad thing about this was that we, we went to San Padre for a whole week. We went down on Saturday and left that following mm-hmm. Saturday. So yeah. we were there for a whole week. So that Saturday, this event that we're talking about 
happened on Tuesday. I didn't drink the yeah. rest of the time down there. <laughs> I didn't drink the rest. I might have had I might have had like a little bit like two days after that. But like Friday, yeah, Saturday, like, that, that like that like Thursday, Friday and that yeah, that Thursday and Friday, I barely did anything. I was like, Nope, I am good. I'll have like a beer, maybe a shot, but I was not going anywhere near any of that absent. I at the time I wasn't yeah. drinking no tequila. Mm-hmm. I knew the story was tequila even then, because you know when I drink tequila, it's a different story. <laughs> but yeah, also uh, uh, there's, there's one story. I guess I, I could tell this one a little bit too. This was a, this was a fun one. Uh, that same trip when we had met those uh, those like we met like it was like two other groups of girls that we had met, and we're there yeah. at the at the house, and we had a party and. You know, myself and then our boy Marcus, uh, DJ Consequence, we both DJ. So we brought our DJ equipment. We just had a party at the house on, like, that Monday. Yeah. And uh, we had some people over. And, like, everybody just kind of having a good time. And all of a sudden, I'm DJing at the counter. And this, these three girls walk in, and I see one of them. And I, was, I started talking to the one girl. And we start dancing while I'm while I'm DJing, like literally, mm-hmm. like she was like over my DJ controller. I'm, oh, I remember like, that. DJing behind her. That. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like kissing her while DJing. It was, it was, it was wild. All of a sudden, I just remember halfway through one of the songs, I just leave the the DJ booth. And I go back into one of the rooms, and Marcus looks over at the DJ thing and like, where did they go? <laughs> like, there's nobody playing music. So Marcus, luckily, you know, my boy, he knows how to pick up cues, and he went, and he started playing the music, and he DJed while I was uh, in my A for a minute. <laughs> so it was, it was good. And then I came back, like nothing happened. <laughs> That was that was a good time on the bunk bed. Because <laughs> yeah, y'all put me. Luckily, this girl was short. Hey, you had to go on the bunk bed. It was your first time. The first time yeah, I know. had the worst. Oh, listen, I it wasn't that bad for me. That was fine. No, I was, I was spring a, break, nobody. It's spring break in college. Nobody yeah, cares. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, y'all was in college. I had graduated. <laughs> Remember, oh, I graduated early. <laughs> I know, I know. It was basically college. It was, it was basically college. Yeah. Yeah. But you could have been like court in the porta potty. (laughs) I don't know how that man did that one. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. I'm good on porta potty. I I hold my breath Mm -hmm. when I'm in there. Oh yeah, I was hoping like man, hopefully the floor was clean, but definitely not. (laughs) Mm, But all right, so we're gonna have to end it here. I know you're still on your walk, but I just pulled up to my destination, so we're going to have to end it here. Uh, definitely. I it. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on, Mike. You know, I know we've been trying to get this done for a minute, but oh, yeah. busy schedule. I know, I've been trying to get a couple of people done for a minute, and it's just not working out, and I've been working way too much. Yeah. Um, but, uh, we're going to do this again. We're going to have more stories. Uh, 
definitely great to have DJ BJ21. That's his social media. Anything else you want to shout out? Uh, yeah, you know, if anybody's in the, uh, you know, Metro Detroit area, we are uh, still DJing all the uh, official Lions tailgates over there at Pride Plaza uh, before every Lions home game. So this uh, Sunday, uh, the 26th, depending on when this comes out, uh, Sunday the 26th or, you know, whatever other home game we have, we start playing uh, two and a half hours before kickoff. So if it's a uh, one o'clock kickoff, we start at 1030, sometimes 10 o'clock. I don't know how many people are out there. They got food, drinks, um, music, a couple games and stuff. Uh, come check us out down there. Give us up and, you know, obviously follow, follow the social media to see where, wherever else we're at. Always anywhere and ever need a wedding DJ or DJ for corporate events or anything. And it's up. So. Right, Again, I appreciate you, Mike. I'll put your social media in the, uh, I'll put your social media in the comment, well, not the comment section, in the uh, about section for this episode. And I'll catch you later, BJ. All right, appreciate Thanks it, Mike. You have a good one. Safe drive back. Thank you. All right. Yep. All right. So.